Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK Show. We are back to winning ways and it's looking like we have what it takes to compete over the toughest stretch of games in the NFL. Today is Keena Turner's birthday. Happy birthday, Keena. He's a fantastic guy with some great stories to tell. I met him back in 2017 and he gave us a tour of Levi's and introduced us to Trent Brown and Garrick Selleck, um, which was kind of him. And it was just pure luck that we happened to run into him in the bar that's attached to Levi's. So that worked out really well for us. So yeah, happy birthday, Keena. I hope you've had a great day. So on tonight's show, I'm joined by Naji Kara and Connor Ryan. That's right, we've got our third Connor of the season on the show tonight, <laughs> and they are becoming a bit like buses. Evening, fellas. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, e- Good, evening. Good evening. Very well. So, Very well, Connor. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone where you're from, how long you've been a Niners fan, and why you chose the 49ers? Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm Connor. I'm from Middlesbrough. I've been a Niners fan, oh, I'd say about 10 years now. Um, it all started from watching the NFL with my dad, who is a Niners fan, but we won't mention his team because they're <laughs> awful. Um, I went on a school trip to San Francisco and I just fell in love with the place and with having a liking to NFL and that was it that was my team and it's they've been my team ever since have you yeah. been back across to San Francisco since your school trip I haven't unfortunately it's something I'm really wanting to do and catch a game sort of in the next two years hopefully yeah yeah what, what's your first memory of becoming a 49ers fan uh, not the best one, but I'd probably say the Super Bowl loss to the Ravens. That's sort of the 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 moment I can remember the most, the earliest, I guess you could say. Yeah, so I mean um, that that would stick out in the memory. Mm, yeah, and and obviously there's been some bad times um, <laughs> recently. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I'd say that's the earliest um, memory. Yeah. Fantastic. What what's your memories of San Francisco? Like, uh, how how young were you when you went on that school trip? Uh, I was uh, fifteen, I believe. Um, it was like just like not I hate this word, but the vibe of the place was just amazing, and I could probably live there myself. Um, and that's Don't it. We yeah. all, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just have to be a multi-millionaire because it's so expensive in San Francisco, unfortunately. Crazy expensive. Uh, yeah, I've had a look at properties, but out of my budget. Yeah, yeah, they're out of many <laughs> yep. people's budget. Okay, so onto the game on Sunday night, and we're coming up against a, a New England side, which is very different to the New England sides of the past 20 years, for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but... But they're the still just yeah. yeah. But they're still just as dangerous because of who is head coach. And I mean, I'll be honest. Looking at the the roster and looking at the different players where the matchups would be, my biggest concern going into this game is how Bill Belichick is going to prepare his team 
to face the threat of our running game. I think, to me, that's the biggest concern. Not not the guys that are going to actually play the game for the Patriots, because to be honest, other than the passing defence, which is absolutely fantastic this season, I don't really think they've got anybody to stand out on offence at all. Cam Newton, he's always been up and down for me. Um, I've, I've never been convinced of him as a passer. He's more... He's productive because he can run when he needs to run. So I'm not afraid of the offence. The defence, as long as we don't need to pass very often, then I think we'll do okay. And that's why I'm a bit concerned that Bill Belichick's going to shut down our running game straight away. What do you think, Naji? Yeah, I can't disagree with you. Um, the reason they've won so many championships um, and uh, you can make an argument that it was a it was a duo. It was Brady and and Belichick, but it all started with him. Um, he's renowned to be a, a mastermind and taking away what you do best um, and making you beat, try and beat them uh, a different way. Um, I agree with you. It's going to be challenging to see what um, what he's going to bring to us and. They've got a good defense, but they haven't been playing really well this year. I think they're missing too many uh, very important players like Dante Hightower, who decided to not play because of COVID, um, and Patrick Chung and Staples like that. But yeah, they still got they've got the defensive player of the year um, last year on, on their roster in in Stefan Gilmore. So that's going to be a challenge for for Debo and and Ayuk. Uh, and Kendrick Bourne out there. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm a bit like you. I just, I feel like if we can put it a performance like we did against the Rams, it's, it's, it should be an easy game. Uh, I don't think they can match us man for man. Uh, I think our scheme is better. Um, I am, I'm a bit like you on cam up and down, uh, but that's what he's been doing. So, if he has a good game, then he's going to be amazing. If he has a so-so game, then it won't be. I think we're getting them in the right time. They're a bit of a, they look like they're in a bit of a slump. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Well, they got hit by COVID. They got hit by uh, quite a lot of injuries on the O line, and I think they're struggling to find uh, replacement players. Um, I think you know there was a there was a video of Cam Newton when he was diagnosed with the stuff and you could hear him panting and clearly struggling. So that would have taken a toll out of him and I'm not sure he's quite recovered from it yet. So um, I think we're playing, uh, playing them at the right time, but what they did to the Raiders, um, you know, was quite impressive on defense. I think they managed to pretty much shut them down until the end of the game, but every, every game they played against a good team, they lost this year. So, I'm hopeful. Uh, my main concern isn't really them, it's us. Unfortunately, we've again been hit by countless injuries. Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, must be the lack of preparation. It's clearly bad luck as well, but we're missing most out probably, most definitely. Um, Tart looks like he's not going to play. Uh, Williams is up in the air. I'm sure I'm missing a couple more quite quite important people here. Um, uh, the injury report right here. Um, most are um, obviously Quan is out, Trent Williams, and yeah, so that's that's all there is. But there's a, there's people that went to IR already, so that's it's a bit of a problem. But I'm I'm sure we can handle it. I'm sure all we have to do, and I think this is good for the rest of the season, is put a 
if we play the way we play against the Rams, we'll win. If we play the, the way we play against the Dolphins, we'll lose. It's as simple as that, really. Uh, what do you think, Connor, on on our defense? Do you, what do you think their biggest threat is? Um, I just thought I'm echoing what you have said. Um, I was watching film of their past uh, five, six games, whatever, and they seem to be very good defending against the pass, but the run. Um, I thought it was very questionable and I think we could take full advantage of that. Like I know you just said we don't have um most at playing, but um Coleman or Hasty. I really like the look of Hasty. Um yeah, I like hopefully Hasty. he looks really good. Hopefully um they can put on a show because yeah, I thought they were really questionable. Not that I'm an expert in that department, but I thought they were questionable in blocking the uh, run. Um, but, yeah, I think if we just play our game, we not to put a, a kiss of death on it, but I think we'll steamroll them. I hope you're right. Definitely hope you're right. So I'm actually going to challenge um, Naji on on his opinion that the Patriots' defence aren't that good because they're actually ranked fourth overall by the NFL, second in passing, Bruni 11th in Russian. So they're not as bad as what people think they are. However, I mean, if you look at the teams they've played, and and the first team I'm yeah. going to mention, you're probably going to rip us apart for, for saying this, but the first team they played was the Dolphins. The Dolphins Obviously, yeah. the Dolphins handed us our ass. <laughs> um, so that, that's nothing to say anything about. But then they've had the Seahawks and... They let the Seahawks put 35 points up on them. But that is probably one of the most potent passing attacks in the NFL at the moment, purely because of Russell Wilson and his ability to scramble and make throws when he needs to make throws. That's followed by the Raiders, where they allowed the Raiders to put 20 points on them. The Chiefs, the Chiefs put 26 points on them. And then they came up against the Broncos. And this was really strange. It was an 18-12 game. Mm. And it just didn't it didn't feel as though it was a New England team. There's just something not happening on both sides of the ball there. And I think you're right. I think we, we playing them at exactly the right time. Mm. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. I agree with you, but I, I watched the Seahawks Patriot game um at the beginning of the season. Um and um what's his name? Gilmore just kept on getting bursted by, by DK Metcalf. He's not playing Anywhere near as good as he as he played last year, they they are nowhere near as good as they played last year, in terms of in terms of defense. I don't think they have quite the same amount of turnovers. I don't think they have quite the same amount of yards allowed and points allowed. Yes, they're one of the top defense in the league, but they played the Raiders, the Dolphins, uh, and the Broncos, who's who are arguably one of the you know. Worst team in the league right now um, in terms of in terms of offense. Anyway, um, they played the Chief on like a weird week where they had to postpone the game and then whatever. So um, it's almost like that game doesn't really count, and they, they still allow 26 points. But if you look at the way that their game has has gone, their defense has played well, but not great. Um, the problem is, so what they do is, and they're very good at that, is take away your biggest threat. So, the thing I want to know is what Belichick thinks our biggest threat is. Is it going to be George or is it going to be our running game? Um, I think that's going to be one of those two. Um, and which one is he going to decide to take away? Because, to me, 
even if you take one of the, if you if you take George Kittle away from the passing game and you don't let him run run routes and catch balls, well then hopefully Kyle can identify this. And I think Kyle is a little bit of a role. Uh, he's like, he called a very very good game last week, and I I think I think the victory is partly um, on him. I mean, you know, mostly on him. I would say actually, um, apart from the fact that the players executed well, of course, but. Um, if Kyle can recognize this and just give up on trying to get to feed the ball to uh, to George and get him on the block, you're not going to counter that. He's too good at it. If they decide to stop the, the our running game, which is a possibility, considering we're missing most art, um, I trust Jimmy to be able to find open receivers. Um, the in the same vein that we did last last week, just you can't really stop short passes behind our of scrimmage. It's pretty much impossible. And if they decide to go cover zero, um, well, the only time the Rams did there, we scored on on the fourth down, touchdown to to Josh Kittle. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's it's definitely going to be a kind of a mind mind game. Um, but I think as Connor said, I think if we're on point and we just take the game by a grip and you know, don't let them establish what they want to do. And then just if we impose our will straight from the get go and just team roll them, they won't they won't have time to answer. They won't they won't know where it's in because that's the strength of our offense. It, it can come from anywhere at any point. Um, so I think that's going to be important. What do you think? Um, Jimmy, obviously, being an expat and having been, you know, scouted by Belichick and drafted in the second round, do you think that's going to have an impact at all on this game do you think he's going to plan for uh for for him and make him you know play play differently and play you know bad do you, what do you think Connor? i think with kittle being our sort of how would you put it sort of like the, the one on offense who is the playmaker i think he's gonna try and shut george kittle down and just sort of hopefully not let Jimmy do his thing but Jimmy will be sort of like um, an afterthought maybe I, I don't know like because we all know Kittle is amazing and he makes players happen and he's the heartbeat of the offence but yeah I think shutting Kittle down will be uh, their priority personally yeah. So for, for me if I was Bill Belichick and I was looking yeah, at the 49ers and, yeah, and, and the way that the 49ers play, my priority would be to shut down the run game altogether. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I yeah. would do too, yes. And, and the reason for that, and this, this stat is quite surprising. So Jimmy has a rating of 134.6, which is first in the NFL when releasing the ball in under 2.5 seconds. When he releases the ball after 2.5 seconds... He has a rating of 53, which is the last. That's pretty bad. Yeah, It is. It's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be trying to force him to throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I would do, um, 100%. And I'm a little bit concerned, that, as I said, because of the history Jimmy and, and Belichick have. Um, I mean, they know each other. They played... You know, together for for quite some time. How long? How long was Jimmy in, in New England for? Three years, four years. Three years, I think. Three I think years, he was yeah. uh, so, drafted twenty fourteen. That's right. So you know, that's a lot of data that Belichick has um, 
that nobody else really has in the league on on Jimmy. Um, so he must know stuff that that we don't, um, and how to counter him and how to. So I'm a little bit concerned on that, but um, I'm sure I'm sure as I said, I'm sure Kyle can can cook something to to put him in in the right spot. And I mean, it's pretty much I, I think the same the same as last week uh, would probably work quite well. Um, I don't think they have the linebacker corp to to keep up with, you know, with Ayuk and Debo coming on screens and 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 jet sweep and all that kind of stuff. Like if we can block um, all those good DBs on on the outside, I think I think we'll have a, an easy time. Yeah, I just think we have too many different options and playmakers on offense that a lot of teams don't have. And obviously, with yeah. Shanahan's playbook is just well, it's crazy as probably mental that I don't think they could handle it personally. Yeah. I'd be quite happy with exactly the same game plan as last week. Yeah. Quick, quick no, short I'll... passes. Yeah. Quick, quick short, short passes. passes. Yeah. And then because of the quick short passes, you're basically taking out their pass defense anyway. So yeah, you're exactly. getting rid of one of their strengths. You're not having to rely on the run, which they probably are going to attack and, and try and stop that run. And then, I mean, the yards after catch, that, that, that's why Shanahan drafted these guys. Or that's why he got John Lynch to draft these guys, because he knew exactly what type of offense he wanted to play. And everybody keeps on saying it in the media. He's built his team around his quarterback, but also built it around his quarterback's weaknesses to protect yeah. them. And, and that's what the quick passing is all about. So I think, yeah, if, if we go into the game like we did against the Rams with short, quick passes, I think we'll be fine. You're going to get a lot of people hating on Jimmy for that. You know, he's not a real quarterback because he can't throw the ball down the field. Who cares? Who cares if we win the game? Who cares? Win the game, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can hate on Jimmy as much as you want. Um, there's, a, there's a crazy stat that he's only trailing Pat Mahomes in winning percentage. Uh, since 1970 for QBs that have at least 30 starts. That's an insane stat. If yeah. you think about, if we think about it in terms of, um, even he's, he's in front of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and you know, it, it's crazy. He's second out of 212 QBs. That's, it doesn't matter whether he can throw down field or not. He's winning games. That's all we ask him to do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hope I'm hoping for for Jimmy. I think it'll be finally full strength as well. I think a, an extra week of practicing and resting his ankle would do him a world of good. And I think he's going to want to show, you know, New England territory that it was a mistake to let him go, and they should have handed him the rein rather than you know trading him away. I think hopefully he has a bit of a chip on his shoulder during this game, and he he, he can you know maybe. If he has to light them up like he did against the Saints, or or a couple of more times during his career, you know, like against the Cardinals or something. So it, there's also that possibility that he just plays lights out, wants to show the world um, and, and Belichick and the Pats, Pats Nation that that was a big, big, big mistake that they did, and they're gonna pay on Sunday night. Yeah, it's like what more do people want from Garoppolo as well? Like you've just said, they're not second out of what two hundred and. 20 quarterbacks like it's just it's crazy what more yeah what more do people want from him like it, it, it's just crazy like it's it's a debate that'll go on probably forever but 
he's brilliant in my opinion. Like he he does a job effectively. I think the problem we've got with the fan base sometimes is that some of the fans are, are more quarterback fans than team fans. Uh, and they want mm-hmm. a quarterback mm-hmm. who plays like Pat Mahomes or Russell Wilson rather yeah. than just a quarterback that, that basically goes out and pretty much wins yeah. most of the games he ever plays. Yeah. I think that's the issue we've got. But I would I mean, imagine every team's know. got those issues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a quarterback league, isn't it? It's, you know, it's a passing game especially these days um but it's it's clearly orientating towards the past more than than anything else which is also why i really like our team because we're kind of swimming against the current with how heavy run game we are and how good at it we are and how 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 easy you make look games look when when you have a good running game um but yeah i yeah it's 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 a quarterbacks league, you know. It's the quarterbacks that are on TV. It's the quarterbacks that are doing adverts. It's the quarterbacks that are getting big money. So, I get it. Um, I just, you know, you can't have, uh, you know, the cake and and the money and eat it and whatever that expression is. It's completely different <laughs> in French, so I, I don't know it. Yeah, um, you can't but, have the cake and eat it. That, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, you, we can't have one of the best coach of all time and George Kill and. Debo and Ayuk, and also you know Pat Mahomes. Uh, you might have it for a year or two, and then you start having to pay people, and that's where franchise starts getting destroyed. I'd I'd rather have somebody like Garoppolo. I I mean I do have to take for him. I just want him to be consistent. If he can go, you know, this ten next game, playing a consistent level, zero mistake or minimal mistake, because that's what we need. Um and you know, just be accurate with his ball and be on time with his ball because it's all about timing. Um, I'll, I'll take it. The, the problem but that I have with him and why, especially after the Miami game, um, I was thinking, you know, maybe it is time, is because he has games like this where he just melts down and he throws horrible picks. And it's not even just, oh, he, it was tipped and it was picked. It was just, it was horrible at the worst time ever. And the worst forever, etc. So, if he can prove, and what a better place to do it in New England against one of the best defenses in the league to just put a clean game on, uh, execute, and come out of there with with another win and go back into the positive win column. Because um, yeah, you said in the intro, Lee, this, the schedule is rough. You know, we're playing the Seahawks the week after, um, which is a is a must win, I think. And then the Packers and then the Bills, which are very, very good teams. So uh, I, I feel like this one is winnable. Uh, the least mistake we make and the the easier the winner will be. I, I think it's going to come down to that. If if we can get stay mistake-free, um, we'll be all right. Um, I'm looking forward to, to see Fred Warner versus Cam Newton because that's super interesting to me. Um, do you think he's got it, um, Connor? Well, when I was watching the highlights, I, mean, I know the answer uh, to that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the highlights. Are, are you on about Cam Newton, by the way? Is he? Yeah, yeah, Cam Newton versus yeah, Fred Warner. I was, basically, I was watching, this is what it's going to be like. We all know Fred Warner's got the speed, but Cam Newton just, just he's he's a big lad. Like he's what six four, something like that. But he just really isn't quick, in my opinion. And I think Fred Warner's going to rough him up big time really because I know we struggle with mobile quarterbacks but 
is he really one now? Like, I wouldn't. That, that actually answers one of the questions I was going to ask. Is Cam Newton as much of a threat as Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray when running? Because you've hit the nail on the head there, Connor. He, he isn't as quick as either one of those. He's not as nimble as what, either one of those. He's just more of a, an opportunist in the running game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, his frame makes up, sort of, like, lacks the speed. And if you get, what, two or three bodies around him and give him a good hit, yeah, I, th- I think that's the difference there. I mean, Cam Newton is built like a running back rather than a quarterback. So he is a bulky a bulky player. And once he starts to run, as long as you've got decent-sized um, linebackers, which we do, we should be able to stop him, no problem. Yeah, yeah I, like- I wouldn't I wouldn't under- un- underestimate him either. He He's a former MVP of the league, um, and he may look slow, but... I can turn your attention to somebody that we had on our roster that looked very slow when he was running, and yet he was torching people. Kaepernick was kind of the same. Um, didn't look that fast, but it was fast. Um, these guys don't look fast. I think the small legs, you know, like Murray and, and Wilson um, makes up for for it. But, you know, there's not much difference in top speed, I think, um, when, we, when we talk about these guys, they're absolute machines. Um, I wouldn't underestimate him. Is you know you don't win an MVP by by playing average. Um, you, you have to be, well, how does it say? You know, one of the most valuable players on your team to to, uh, to earn this. I I think the injury is clearly taking a toll on on him. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think he could take off and he could absolutely destroy us on the ground. Um, as you said, Connor, we have had problems against mobile quarterback um, and and they do design runs specifically for him and, and option and, and stuff for him you, you know they know is is one of their best strength and uh, probably their best player uh, uh, for sure this year um, and without you know with their wide receiver being less than good um, they have to rely on him to run the ball so um, I just think what I saw last week um, against the Rams and how our D line played, I think I think we've got we, we've got his number. I think last week was kind of a dress rehearsal to to this game almost, um, and the next game as well because we're playing two in a row, mobile quarterbacks. I think we, our D line is almost not decided to not sack anybody anymore, but just make sure we can contain the pocket and eventually get sacked because of our secondary rather than if you if you remember about a year ago we used to get picks and we had the best secondary because we got pressure because bossa got sacked because buckner was you know in qb's face all the time and because so that makes it easy for the secondary because they don't have to cover as long so they can take a little bit of risks this year i think our secondary although we are missing tart probably um I think Verrett has been playing absolutely exceptionally well uh, yeah, at all pro level, and and so does so did mostly last week. I think those two guys. I mean, the fact that we didn't mention Cooper Cup's name once on both podcasts, podcasts, sorry, um, it says a lot about um, you know how the way they played. So if these guys can buy time for our D line to make sure they can clamp down and eventually get to Cam Newton. Um, I, I think that's the plan on defense. What do you think, Lee? 
Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I, I think we need to keep Cam in the pocket, um, stop him from running, force him to throw the ball, and have Verrett and Mosley do exactly the opposite of the job that the defence were doing last year. Um, you've hit the nail on the head. Last year, our pass rush generated the interceptions because it gave the uh, cornerbacks time to, to actually nail down those wide receivers. Whereas this year, it's completely the opposite way around. Our coverage is so good with Verrett and Mosley, that's actually given the pass rush a lot more time to get in there and sack the quarterback. So we've completely flipped where the strength is from last year to this year. And we, we definitely need to keep calm in the pocket and make him uh, force him to throw because he is a bit suspect when he throws as well. Mm, he's he's not yeah. the best. He can make some really poor decisions. Every now and again, he reminds us of um, Ben Rufflesberger. Yeah. He, he's a great quarterback, but every now and again, you think, why on earth did he even attempt to throw that pass? Yeah. He, he has these brain farts that just completely end up in a really ugly pass or an interception. So I'd like to see us do that, force him into the passing, keep him in the pocket, don't allow him to run, and let Verrett and Mosley have a game. Yeah, 100% with you. I was a bit sort of, the jury was out for me personally when I seen Verrett starting at the starting at the start of the season because was it last year he got absolutely burned yeah, against the Steelers yeah. that's right he came in the very first play it looked yeah. terrible and as soon as I seen his name I was like oh here we go but he's been brilliant so far this season he looks like a completely different person like yeah I mean I'm going to talk about that new podcast I'm listening to with with Collinsworth and and Richard Chairman because it's it's quite insightful and it's really good and I urge anybody that a enjoy football and b enjoy listening to Richard Sherman uh, talk uh, have a listen to it but he talked about it uh, on this this week's podcast so did I, it go away four years from doing what you're good at and try to do it. You know, come back and try to do it. The first time you do it, it's not going to go well. Um, and Richard said it, you know, you, you've you battled these injuries for so long and had suffered setback and then suffered more injuries and then more setbacks. And then finally you come back and in your mind things, your legs can still do the things they used to do, but they don't, just plain and simple. And then you have to adjust to that. And I think that's what happened last year. They put him in a game and he wasn't ready at all. He got burned because his body thought he could cover and uh, his mind thought he, would, he could cover and his body just didn't follow at all. And it, it took him the whole year to figure out who he was again. And, and boy, did he find it because he is absolutely insanely, insanely good at the moment. I, I really hope he, he can carry on on that. And doesn't have much of a challenge. I think, you know, Nicola Harry and whoever else they have lined up at, at wide receiver is really really not very good Edelman is a shadow of himself since Brady's left they clearly had a connection these two and and sometimes it just happens right um but yeah um I'm a little bit concerned that we're missing Tart but mostly because I don't trust Jimmy Ward at all um I think he's our weakest link and I hope I hope Belichick is going to miss on that because if he targets him, it's going to be a very real problem. Do you think Marcel Iris is going to is going to set up uh, step up? Lee? Um, he, he looked okay. He looked okay against the Rams. Um, 
but there was a couple of players I thought, you know what, we, we're lucky that that ball was either overthrown or the receiver lost sight of it when it was going across. He's definitely not uh, Chikwiski Tart. I would like us to have more more depth at the safety position. I, I don't think we are particularly good at that position. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that could end up being a weak spot. I think you're right about Ward. I don't think he's played as well this season. I, I don't think he's terrible, but I don't think he's played as well. Um, and, and that's worrying because of the contract we've just given him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's funny that you should mention Edelman because that was another question I was going to ask. Is Edelman the same threat without Brady? So you've pretty much answered that, and the answer to that was obviously no, he's not. He does look like a shadow of his former self, and that obviously has a lot to do with the the quarterback player rather than him himself. What do you think, Connor? Do you think it's Brady? Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Obviously, the connection is not there, is it? Um, when I was watching highlights, he looked lost I guess you could say um, and it's one of them isn't it when you've had a connection with someone for so long and they leave and Cam obviously takes off on him on him, on his own doesn't he um, you just sort of uh, you're there aren't you really um, but yeah I do I don't think he's um, as much of a threat as he was when Brady was um, quarterback for them yeah, it yeah. seems strange to say it, but looking at the the Patriots' offense, I think the strongest part of the Patriots' offense is actually the, the offensive line now. Where in the past it's all, obviously always been the, um, the the tight end and the quarterback when both Gronk and Brady were there together. It's, mm-hmm. it's now looking as though the O line's the thing that's actually keeping them from being blown out every game. Yeah, and they're pretty banged up. I think Isaiah Wynn um, is on IR. I think Joe Tooney is hurt. Um, I I think they've got. I think Shaq Mason is out as well now on IR. Um, so they're they're playing. You know, I mean, everybody's getting hit in the in the league with with injuries. But I I think they got hit pretty bad on the uh, on the line and and they haven't practiced last week at all. So I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of what kind of conditioning they would have had and and stuff, but. Yeah, I think we'll go back to it. I think we're playing them at the right time. Um, and yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll show in my prediction, but I think I think we got this. I think we got this. Well, that's just led us quite nicely into the predictions as well. So <laughs> prediction-wise, the Patriots are two-point favourites. So again, we underdogs for the second week running. The over-under is 43.5. I'm going to let Naji go first this week. Okay. No problem. Um, I think I think this is going to be a get-right game, get-back-on-track game. This is going to be a statement game. Um, I'm basically taking Paul's job from last week and being over-optimistic. But we're 3-0 when we uh, keep people under 24 points and we lost every game that we um, let people score more than 24 points. So I 100% know that we will keep them on, on, under 20 and we are going to win this game 38 to 10. Oh, oh, that's a big Ooh. score, that. I, I wasn't expecting that from you, Naji. Yeah, I feel confident. 10. I, just, I just don't think they've got... I think that, yes, they have the coaching. I just don't think they have the manpower to match ours. And our defense has been playing lights out. Um, so, uh, this is pending injury. I think if we're missing Williams, um, and it, it, it'll... 
it'll be a bit different. It'll be a bit more difficult. Although Justin Scholem has been playing really well, so so I have hope. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good game for us. I think it's going to be one of those everything goes right because um, we need it. We haven't had any luck yet this year. Um, so I'm hoping we're going to get a couple of fumble recovery. Maybe our defense is going to score. Um, that's why I'm, I'm seeing a big game for us. Right. Over to you, Connor. Oh, right. So I think we are going to win, obviously. Um, I think we're going to carry the momentum on from last week and take full advantage of their uh, weaknesses. And I've gone for a 31-10 to 10 win. Yeah. It's not far off. I'm one touchdown away. Yeah, <laughs> pick six from uh, Fred Warner. That's that's why you you forgot. <laughs> yeah, so, so so that's two decent sized wins that you've gone for there. And I've got to say, I, I'm not as confident that it's going to be such a large win. I, I think we're still going to win. Yeah, but I'm looking more at the score of last week, so I'm going for a 49ers win of twenty four seventeen. So one one. Um, touchdown in it you just got to think it, it so it's only one touchdown difference right it, if instead of that 17 it's a pick six the other way then that's 31 10 all of a sudden you know a game yeah, can yeah. get out of hand really fast i think i think i think this is our week i hope so yeah, i agree yeah it would be good to take the momentum from the rams game into this yeah. game and uh, go ahead and definitely give the Patriots such a kick in I think, I think there's, I think there's a general feeling in the team. I don't, I, it's from listening to all the, the press conference and just the way people look on the sideline and on the pitch. And but I think that Miami, that Miami loss was actually probably a good thing for us. I think having it just before this rough stretch of schedule, and being such a big slap in the face, and a reality check. Um, I think I think it, it it did the team a world of good that it just brought everybody together, and and I think those kind of mistakes are just not going to happen ever again. And and we will we're just going to play well, and if we do, we're going to win this game. Yeah, yeah. That Dolphins loss has seemed to it's acted as a wake up call. Mm-hmm. See, we've seen from last week, and just hopefully on Sunday and throughout the season, the momentum just kicks on, and yeah. And we look back at that Dolphins game and that could be a turning point. Yeah, when we leave yeah, the Lombardi, it'll crossed. be worth a laugh, a laugh about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right, Natchi, Connor, thank you both for joining me on the short night. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the experience, Connor. Yeah, it's been brilliant. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. No, thanks, Connor. Yeah, every now and again when you've been speaking, it's almost like having Paul Hope on the show. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <bit. laughs> Yeah. We'll have to both jump on it sometime. Yeah. I was going to say that'll confuse everyone. <laughs> okay, then. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. We'll be back on Monday with the review show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. One day I'm going to record that so I don't need to say it at the end of every show. <laughs> I should have done it way before now, but I need to record that so I don't need to say it again. Okay, so until Monday, stay, stay, teeth out, stay safe and go Niners. Good night. Go Niners.